following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help, and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver, here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, from time to time on the program, the topic of domestic violence comes up here, and uh, it's uh, uh, really, there are far-reaching effects uh, for everybody involved. What what are some of those effects that we see? Mm. Well, I'll just say this quickly. It, It affects everyone in the family. If there is domestic violence that takes place, and what we're talking about when we say domestic violence, it, it's, uh, it, it, it can also be called family violence. Mm. But <clears throat> that's, these are legal terms for either physical uh, spousal abuse, child abuse, elder abuse, or any other physical, physically abusive relationship within the home or family. And um, for years, I've dealt with this topic as a topic, meaning one in three women are victims of domestic violence. One in three, which is extraordinary at some point in her life. And um, in fact, we have a short acrostic on the word abuse, domestic violence. It it is an issue of... um, of a pattern, and it's a pattern. It's not just a one-time event. Uh, It's a pattern that does not end on its own. Um, It's never the fault of the victim or victims. Um, This kind of abuse, now here's our word abuse. Uh, A, it affects everyone in the family. B, it bridges all levels of society. Some people think um, this only happens to those who are on the lowest economic uh, rung of the ladder. That's not true. It's all levels of, of um, talking about racial, religious, geographic, and economic. Um, you, it under, undermines the value of the victim. Um, S, it seeks to dominate others, uh, those who commit domestic violence. It's about control. Control is the name of the game. And then E, it escalates in intensity and frequency if not stopped. And that's why spiritual leaders... Um, Community officials, family, friends, they need to be responsive when formed of spousal abuse. Uh, of course, abuse of any kind should never be tolerated. And what we're talking about, abuse, I mean, uh, 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 yeah, abuse is it's, it's treating in a wrong way another person. Um, it is hurting or injuring another person. And so it's vital to understand not only should it not be tolerated, it shouldn't be hidden. Uh, 
and a lot of people try to hide it um, or or to say, well, it's just uh, uh, male supremacy is is what it is, meaning, um, uh, or or it this I'm just uh, I, I'm a believer in godly submission. We nowhere in the Bible does it say submit to domestic violence, and this is not right in God's sight. Uh, in fact, to the contrary, the Bible, um, uh, the, or I could say even the God of the Bible is our God of refuge. Uh, he is a stronghold in a positive way of support and defense against violence. Listen to this in Second Samuel 22, verse 3. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. He is my stronghold, my refuge, and my Savior. From violent people, you save me. So, um, I, I just, I remember years ago um, when I was dealing with this topic, and we had material on this topic, and hardly any ministry had material on domestic violence and uh, people were stunned at the content uh, whenever I would pre present it on radio um, the mail that we had would increase three times four times the amount of when I, we would do a series of five topics meaning five days Monday through Friday and it was stunning and, and people were right I've never told anyone this before I continued to get that language all the more it 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 starts uh, typically maybe slaps or cer certain things but it increases in intensity and then typically it goes to the children from a spouse, from, from, from the wife, it later. And that's usually when finally there is an attempt to intervene. And that's when she will first, the wife will first tell when it goes to the children. What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, there really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Care and Counsel Library today at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. 
when we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-917 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-Night-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. And we're here just because of your generous support of this ministry. We thank you for that, and it means so much to us. Well, if you have any questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 of our Keys for Living that will help you address your situation. Maybe there's something going on in your, your life. And uh, Or maybe you have a question about a relationship issue, just call our customer support team and they will help guide you to the right resources of ours. They'll help you to maybe find one of our free resources on the website. You can take a look at that and uh, download some things and even print those off if you'd like. And those are called our quick reference guides. They can also let you know about how to order some of the resources we have here, books and keys for living I mentioned a moment ago. And uh, they're available Uh, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time at 800-488-HOPE. Let me mention one of our keys for living called domestic violence. There's no excuse for abuse, and our customer support team can direct you to that or whatever resource is going to help you. So the number again, 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. Also, go over to the website to find all of the resources that we have here at Hope for the Heart. And uh, you'll find keys for living there, as well as books and Bible studies and other resources. The The website is hopefortheheart.org slash store. That's hopefortheheart.org slash store. You want to get to our caller for tonight, and we have a, a listener tonight calling in. Her name is Ruby. Well, hello, Ruby. Welcome to Hope. Hello. Hi. How Thank can you we for help you? Me. Oh, you're so welcome. What would you like for us to talk about? I'm um, having some problems currently. I am uh, handicapped as a result of domestic violence, and uh, I'm trying to work my way into a safe home that is not a safe house and uh, do that with as much um, support and strength as possible, Um, but even down to getting a copy of a birth certificate or IDs, having to start back and that's intermittently awaiting surgery on my back, my spine. Mm. And um, this is something that 
I've been dealing with and uh, getting to the resources, uh, essential items, medical care, medicines, um, it has become a a complete challenge for me um, as I reach out and try to get um, support. I can get that support, but once I do, if the people who originally called caused the injury get wind of it, they start threatening and uh, any way possible that they can maintain control or communicate with me, uh, they have done so, and numerous restraining orders have had to be filed. Um, right now, uh, on top of that, I deal with um, an alcoholic sibling that uh, shuts us, my mother and I, in a room, and we stay in there uh, from a uh, early evening uh, to wee hours in the morning and are told that it is us that cause them and, and to drink and the stress. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm dealing uh, with the first main situation, which is I originally am in this situation due to severe domestic violence and uh, psychological control. Um, And once I started making a complete about face and walking the other direction and not Mm -hmm. looking back, that individual started losing control of me. And so anything they can do, whether it's talking to friends or um, threatens to do things or that put you in jail or um, anything uh, that gives that individual some level of uh, frightening control uh, to invoke sympathy, you see um, that... That's the scenario that I'm dealing with originally, and I'm just trying to regain access to the resources. I've never had to rebuild my whole world, and it is unfortunate. Uh, I've been in several safe houses now, and sometimes it does expose you to people that are from a totally different, less fortunate uh, lifestyle and uh, some of them are considerably rough. And uh, I've had to learn how to um, interact and when not to speak uh, in those settings as well. But um, it's, I'm in my medical condition, my concerns with my physical procedures, have been interrupted and held back, uh, really going back to the original filing for the birth certificate, updating IDs, address confidentiality, um, and I see a psychiatrist, uh, and that's for post-traumatic stress disorder, and, um, 
but that particular psychiatrist is um, a secular psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they do they are aware that God is uh, very the utmost importance to me, um, and I bring God into the sessions. Yes. regularly that I wouldn't even be alive right now had it not been for him. So, uh, amen. And uh, yes. I, 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 that's one reason I'm reaching out to you this evening is the safety and strength and, and the need for uh, Christian contacts in that community. Well, when you said you need certain documents you said a birth certificate are you able to get that yes i am but it's taking ever so long and that's only pushing back the dates on the other items that need to be made current i've got that now and i got um uh, a passport, an old, an old passport, um, and I've got uh, certain things, but uh, they are having to, you know, I'm having a medical advocate that stepped in to help me, God bless her. She right. actually sent off to get other things, but I'm having to wait and pay for these things, and they take resources, you see. So, I mean, it, it's a it's having to do something. I, it's a challenge I've never faced, and I haven't ever been this truly handicapped or disabled. I, I didn't even want to admit it. Whenever uh, hearing it, I didn't want to. Hear, I didn't want to say that. You know, the post traumatic stress disorder is enough alone without having physical. I've got it from the base of my skull to my right hip they're going to have to do surgery and I'm I'm pretty mm. actually young for that um uh, I guess if it doesn't matter how old you are if you need it and um I'm working yes. on trying to get some support uh to to put me in a stable setting which I'm used to that's what I, I'm used to. No drama in the house, uh, or as little as possible. And um, it, where I'm not afraid all the time in my own, in the own walls of your home. That's you know, it's your castle. You know, that's that. There's a saying about that. You know, <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Um, but trying to uh, remain. Uh, on the outside of the safe house, but I've had to continue to step back in, and then a new case is filed, and there's reports and numbers that are assigned to it, and um, it's just gotten ridiculous because I live my life uh, owning my own business. I had two, and I worked hard, and uh, I did my daily devotional at 4.30, and now uh, I was working regularly. Now I they the doctor's written an order for a walker, you know, and just to help mm-hmm. me get around 
in the evenings whenever it gets really tough and I can't stay up anymore, mm. you know? So when you have indicated, yes, that you owned your own business or businesses, um, I, I hear you're a very capable woman and have accomplished a great deal. Um, so I'm, I'm understanding, and you correct me if I'm wrong, that um, you were married to someone who was ultimately violent. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. And what what did he do specifically, physically to you? Well, uh, several times there was uh, backhands um, it, into the wall. Uh, he was mm -hmm. a la much larger person than I am. And uh, the last time it happened, it happened in my office in front of employees. And he hit me so hard, my feet were lifted off the ground. So his forearm is the size of my calf or, mm. you know, that that description. Mm -hmm. uh, it, so uh, that um, pretty much did did the top part behind my, where my rib cage is in the back, it split that up pretty good. There's damaged mm. and broken vertebrae in there. Um, and they've had to do, you know, there's something that's hemorrhaged on the right side of my chest uh, from it. And I've got MRIs uh, from Baylor to numerous other facilities. But um, the base of my skull is uh, the first five vertebrae are damaged now. So I'm having mm. to use a walking stick. So, obviously... The, as you said, he hit you in front of the employees, so there were witnesses, correct? Yes, there were okay. three witnesses at that time. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And so, um, was he uh, charged or arrested? I have his... had, that's an excellent question. I have to have um, somebody help me gain access to the case uh, in, in question so that I know were they ever presented with charges, was there anything that was done, because... Do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as His precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. 
We would love your prayers here at Hope for the Heart. Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. We are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1.11, you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. That's hopefortheheart.org slash pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver. We want to help you, and we want to help you help others. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd like to hear from you and uh, just hear what uh, issues you might be going through, what kind of things that you would need help with, some uh, resources that we could help you to get into your hands very quickly, because we all face challenges, uh, no matter whether they're big or small, and just daily life, uh, but our customer support can be a valuable resource for you. Just call them. Again, the number is 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. And you might ask them about the Keys for Living on the topic of domestic violence. It's called There's No Excuse for Abuse. Again, that's 800-488-HOPE. If you have a situation in your life you'd like some answers and you'd like to have that dialogue with June Hunt about that on a uh, uh, future broadcast of Hope in the Night, just call us at 800-917. That's 800-NIGHT-17. And when you call, just leave a message for us. We'll get back to you as soon as we can to talk to you about what questions you have and then to schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. And we do have availability coming up for you in the next few days. We'd like to make you a part of the program. Again, the number is 800-NIGHT-17, 800-644-4817. Let's return to our conversation with Ruby. Well, my friend, have you filed a report with the police? I want to say there was one done originally in, uh, I want to say it was uh, probably 2004, but there's been others because the restraining order was quite complex, including the Internet, the mail, the car, uh, my family, any previous employees, um, it, it went on and on. Uh, it was extended at least three times, and it covered uh, every county in the state of Texas um, or a- anywhere where I was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, that is something that, it needs to be uh, looked into because um, that restraining order was even good uh, while my mother was at this particular address. And we have, as a fact, had interference uh, from 
individuals doing it by proxy on his behalf, and that has left my mental and psychological uh, state completely frazzled. Um, uh, it's just a continual spiritual warfare. So there was a restraining order, or not not just one, is that correct? Yes, there, there were, they were extended uh, it, four times, to my knowledge. That's wow. how many times they were more than just a protective order. It was a full restraining order. And there's things that took place, uh, and we've wondered if those things were not a direct result of that individual doing it. Other people say they believe that it is him that is responsible. Um, I I do not know that for a fact. I don't really care to know. I just want to stay away from them and not allow them to be able. They can shut me up if they want, you know, and um, or so it seems. Okay, so... Because there were these four restraining orders, um, was there a time when then one would, um, or, or let me ask this, where is the restraining order out of, meaning protective orders are powerful? Um, and so uh, were they all in in the city where you live? Um, they were all out of Filed. Fort Worth. Okay, Fort Worth. Uh-huh. Because and that's where the attorney who filed it was and is. Okay. And um, but that encompassed anywhere that I have been. And the now as I realize what has been going on, the restraining order was current, and they were violating the restraining order, and uh, they have, um, I want, it's not they, uh, it's individuals who are representing them because they don't want to get into trouble, so they'll have me get into trouble before they get caught. How do you? How are you blamed for being in trouble? What uh, 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 did that person put a restraining order on you? No, I haven't okay. ever had had okay. one that how I'm could, aware how, of. Them. How could it be? Okay, in other words, okay. What I do know is. Uh, from a friend of mine who is in the sheriff's department, you can call the Fort Worth sheriff um, uh, and ask to speak with him, um, and and that would be Bill Wayborn. But the point is. Uh, for there to be, because it sounds like you're not sure. What is in action, uh, or what's active? The sheriff can look back at the records and right. clarify if there's anything 
that is not clear to you as to what is current or what even has taken place in the past. Right, because my house was destroyed. The inside of my home was destroyed. I mean, whenever I say that, it was completely ransacked and items were damaged throughout the whole house. And that happened uh, on the heels of the restraining order being filed. And so um, I, I responded. I left, and I went to family out of state. And um, mm-hmm. it, it, was, it was very graphic. Uh, and uh, just um, the, the psychological ramifications from what all mm-hmm. has happened... Um, you know, a lot of times I think that I hear somebody say something and, you know, I'm being told that is um, psychological pain. You're dealing with pain uh, based off of the traumatic blow that you received at mm-hmm. that time. And, okay. and, I, and nev- I, you know. Yeah, well, so so what I'm hearing is you're you're spouse at the time um, uh, was the cause of your home being destroyed. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. And yes. was there, are, are you still married to this man? No. No. Okay. No. Yeah, no. Okay. I, so, all right. He, he's not a safe person, obviously. Um, and you're right about the psychological the psychological ramification. I mean, there's no question that it causes uh, a great deal of fear, and you have meaning. It's understandable that there that a person could be fear based because you you were in a fearful position multiple times. Um, are there any warrants? Uh, that have been issued uh, for your former husband? I do not believe so. Then again, that is something that they, the, um, my medical advocate or a a individual who has access to those documents could probably just go in and find it right away. I don't have the know, necessarily the know-how. It would be, I could figure it out. It just would be a long, drawn-out uh, process without me being in a safe house. Once I have that access, they can do a lot more, but I may be in line behind several uh, other females with their families, and I thank the Lord, I, which I can't really say, but I don't have any children, so, mm-hmm. um, but I love children. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just, in this situation, it's, uh, um, it's just, uh, it's been quite overwhelming, and um, I'm trying to get uh, back to at least being able to uh, reside on my own, but the handicapped has really caused uh, a great concern, and there are certain people. My mother is very concerned about me 
being alone, uh, you know, even if I have somebody to check on me and, uh, um, you know, take me to the doctor's visits, you know, I I drove 1,100 miles a week if I wasn't flying. And Mm. I'm... But now I have wear a plexi neck brace, and um, mm. it inhibits my ability or changes my ability whenever I'm turning my head in the scope. I can go, and um, so it it has been better to have a witness with me, you know. Um, so, but it, you know, she's very frightened uh, about my physical condition. And because she sees what we've been up against, she sees what I've been dealing with. And, uh, you know, she knows that Satan is sneaky and um, and ever so clever. So, yes. you know, well, she's you know, many, very many people about that. Well, I think it's legitimate for people who care about you to feel concerned um, the the reason that we have laws and laws are biblical there are all kinds of spiritual laws and laws that were set up for the benefit of people who are living in proximity to each other um, and I think vital it's vital that you have protection and I'm talking about being protected uh, through the legal system <clears throat> and and that's why I'm asking some of these questions um, it's not just that you it is not wise for you to just be uh, prey to somebody else's anger that's out of control. Instead, um, you know, like Proverbs 3 says, you will go on your way in safety and your foot will not stumble. This is God's intent and that you be able to have safety. Well, I think it... um, the, the, it makes me wonder why was there not uh, a a successful prosecution of, of the danger of the, the and and destructive nature. If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real-life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org 
forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at one 800 917 We'll protect your privacy, and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We are a ministry of Hope for the Heart. If you have any questions or concerns about the topics on the program tonight, just give us a call at uh, 800-488-HOPE. You'll get right to our customer support team. Call them anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help you access the right resources. Nobody should go through any situation uh, that is any struggle like that alone. Let us help you to do that and uh, provide some resources for you that would help you to sort those things out. And uh, the number again, 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. And if you are um, interested in learning more about the topic of domestic violence, which we're talking about on the program tonight, just uh, talk to them about that. The uh, the keys for living there called domestic violence. There's no excuse for abuse. And again, the number 800-488-HOPE. You can also email them at customer support at hopefortheheart.org and ask your questions there. Uh, order resources from them on the on the email address as well. At, uh, talk to them about that. The email address again, customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Well, June, let's return to our conversation now with Ruby. Well, I want to emphasize one thing. First of all, uh, uh, Ruby, I hate what happened to you. It's absolutely wrong. And uh, the reason I even brought up governmental agencies is because of Romans 13. This is one passage, just one passage. First and second verse. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities. Uh, the authorities that exist have been established by God. In other words, it's, it is godly to have governmental authorities for the protection of those who are doing wrong. Uh, And it is right for you to receive help. Uh, God established the governing authorities um, all the way from governmental uh, officials, uh, police officers, to the court and and civil authorities, but the, it's designed to be a blessing to people uh, by promoting order and justice and the right conduct, and by punishing those who do wrong. And we see that in First Peter two. I'm I'm just saying that because you know um, 
those who minimize uh, the protection that should be there by uh, the government uh, officials, and I'm talking about law enforcement and those who are uh, really, uh, that's their job. Um, this right. was set right. up years yeah. ago, okay. you know, even with Moses, you know, we're, we're talking about um, that which is with all, all, uh, in all countries. And, and I'm, I'm saying that, and see, because some people just don't want, they say, well, I just don't want to get the law involved. And I don't, but it is, it is designed to be a benefit uh, biblically. It's, it's not, this isn't being secular. It is, it is being literally uh, godly to do, do so, uh, supported, uh, and... Um, like the Bible says, rescue me, Lord, from evildoers. Protect me from the violent. That's Psalm 140, the very first verse. And many, many, in fact, you never find, uh, I, I did the research on this many years ago, looking up every verse on the word violence in the Bible. It's always wrong. It's always against the will of God for those who are violent against others. And so I'm saying that because uh, there is a right action involvement. I'm talking about involving the uh, law enforcement uh, agents that are there for your benefit. And the reason I'm, I'm wanting to f uh, focus on that is because there are those, again, who just say, well... Yeah, you know, they they just take it a more passive approach, but you don't need passivity. And I'm not saying that you are acting passively. I'm just saying that it is right for you to have individuals who are part of the government system uh, to be your advocates. And the reason that some people do safe houses, um, and I'm for safe houses, because sometimes I'm, I know people who have been lawyers who say, I want to do pro bono work, especially for those who are victims of violent crimes. And um, right. there, there can be pro bono, meaning no charge, to the victim, because usually victims in this situation, they are um, fearful, understandably, because they've been acted against physically and harmed. Yeah. You have been harmed in a major way. And this is not right biblically, and therefore there are repercussions. So the reason I like safe houses that a person could be there for a period of time. By the way, I have kept in my home on several occasions for a long period of time uh, victims of domestic violence. And um, one person I knew, and she was in my home for um, about a, a year and a quarter. Uh, and when I saw the pictures of her, police photos, 
um, I, it was it was just hard to comprehend, and it wasn't a close personal friend. But this is, I I I just felt it was right. She needed a place to stay for a period of time, and there was a child custody battle, and so uh, it was right to do that. I, I've done it when I haven't even known the person, and a, a mother with a little boy uh, lived in my home for many months. And now, I'm not a safe, I wasn't a safe house, but I can tell you, they did not, that that mother and child, that she would not go out my front door. She would only go out to the backyard uh, of my house. Right. And because she was so fearful. And then much, much later, after, I mean, it was like um, maybe a, a year after she had left. Now, I get a knock on the door, and there is uh, a very nice-looking man in a suit, very handsome. And he said, and he, he I, I recognized this woman, uh, and because she had been in my home for many months. And uh, he said, my wife has something to tell you. And she would just look down. She she barely looked at me. And um, she's here to tell you that she made it all up. And I thought, uh-uh, uh-uh. I don't no. believe it and right. at all. In fact, right. I, so she, he said, tell her what you are going to tell her, what you're here to tell her. And it was all forced. And she said very meekly, barely speaking, I made it up. And I, I looked at her. I tried to get her eye contact. I said, I want you to hear me. I understand what is going on. And I just looked at her compassionately, meaning I hope she understood I did not believe that she made it up because she was so fearful of this husband. And they didn't stay long. Um, I just thought, this is sad. This this is wrong. So I know you need, I, you, you need people who believe in you. Like, well, of course, your mother is. Obviously, you're endeared to her. And... Um, she wants what's best for you. She wants you protected. Um, so, and you're hearing that I do feel that for whatever period of time that's appropriate, a safe house is very helpful for many, many people when they don't know what to do because they also typically have a protocol. They know things that need to be done that most average people wouldn't know. Do you agree right. with that? How to achieve your goals on the list, just starting with paperwork, just starting all over on locating the license that got taken, the uh, whatever. Um, that's yes. And looking at the case records, yes, at, at, however, where does that, I, if I'm 
in under the roof and um the uh we the situation now is is that it's apparent that one of my other brothers uh whether it, it, he's drawing sympathy or not he's in a position where i say that he needs her worse because i can't i'm not strong enough to battle it and um so it's best that i make the decision to look for that help and i i've already called i called out and i communicated but i did not go um that's uh but I, finding the case records and this business uh, so i can know what has been the result of it um it would be good that i knew that yes um by the way um just so you'll know uh out of general information um we have first of all excellent material on domestic violence at hope for the heart and i want to send that to you uh personally uh and if if the if you can get get after the program um the the correct mailing address for you um so you can have what we call um it's uh titled domestic violence there's no excuse for abuse so we'll send that to you with all kinds of help but also um there is something that some people would be interested in uh, i think you can get this on even google it's protection for battered women google.com okay Pro protection for battered women and there's something else called protecting victims of dv domestic violence and um just looking those up um there's also crime victims compensation program yeah that's the office yes. of the attorney general in in yes, texas I, I, yes i'm familiar with that and i was needing help to pursue the case numbers i have some of the report numbers but i don't have the the nuts and bolts of the the worst case scenario where somebody passed and it gets down to even contact lenses or you know things that you know i didn't ever think i would ever have to <laughs> write on a form We will send our keys for living on domestic violence called There's No Excuse for Abuse. We'll send that out to tonight's caller. We're able to do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. And if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash givehope. And we thank you for that. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.